welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast was created for unfiltered conversation, which always leads to cringy comments, sound advice, and obviously a lot of laughter. So come along for the ride and listen to a podcast that will leave you in a better mood than when you started. All right. Happy Fry Yay, everyone, if you're into a little bit of a pun. Um, really excited to be back with another in-depth podcast. These are becoming really fun to talk about things and just have no limited time really to just hash out all we want to about different topics. And so this one is, I think, very exciting, very practical. I think a lot of people can relate to this. And I also think it's pretty important with cuffing season coming up because people are trying to, you know, couple up. And so this might save a lot of heartache for some people. So I would say the topic we're talking about, to put it concisely, to consolidate, would be accidental friend zoning slash being friend zoned in general. And this came up because I was talking to one of my dear friends who will be in the podcast today about how I'm so bad at accidentally friend zoning guys who I'm actually interested in and I just ruin everything. And I was kind of thinking, I must be the only one who does this, you know? And she was like, no, I also do that all the time. And it was like this solidarity sister moment. I was like, wow, we have got to get recording and get all these thoughts on, you know, video. So anyway, without further ado, my bestie who lives in California, Tara Sidorian is here with us today. And I met Tara, oh my gosh. How many years ago? Three, four? Three, four. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, I want to say four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. Back. That's when crazy. We were, back when we were 18. That's really crazy. We're little children, little babies. But um, Tara lives in California, so right now we're being really bougie with some um, time difference. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, makes me some feel heat. Um, I would say things to know about Tara is she is extremely extra, also converted, also probably the most stylish person I've ever met in my entire life. Like, okay, (laughs) girls, just like overall in my life. Um, also she's extremely sassy, so I would be prepared for some of those comments, which I think some people are like, I can barely handle Monica and her comments on this podcast. So stay tuned. Okay. We do have Austin here to balance us out. How are you doing? Austin is recovering from flu-like symptoms, but he's here and, you know, some would compare this to the Jordan game six um, of the 97 finals or 98 finals, but um, you That's know, we're, here. We're, Austin. we're bringing the energy. <laughs> Me too. I was an analogy in my head. Um, Also, just to, you know, make sure everyone knows Austin doesn't have COVID. Okay. With some flu-like symptoms. Let's know the difference. Don't get it twisted. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. Game game five of the 97 finals, the Jordan flu game. Oh, gosh. Thank goodness. I was so worried. I was really confused there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He just really name-dropped the wrong game. I wasn't alive, so it's okay. Yeah. I'm allowed to to mess that one up. Sure. Okay. Okay, so. Sure. 
Sure. Sure. <laughs> There's no doubt. Okay, so I would say the best place to start in things like this is, you know, start with the basics, which is the definition of friend zoning um, in general. I would say most people know, but some people don't know, and that's okay. We welcome the questions and the wonder, you know? So I would honestly love to hear Tara's experience with, well, not really her experience, her expertise is what I meant to say, with how she thinks you would define, you know, friend zoning. Friend zoning. I just want to say that I'm honored to be on this specific podcast. Um, <laughs> how many podcasts have you been asked to be on? Anyone, <laughs> anyone who knows me just knows that this is just the most accurate one. Like, this is perfect. Um, okay. Friend zoning, one of my favorite words, um, to tell and be told. So <laughs> I would probably say, I think my personal definition of friend zoning is um, accidentally broing. I think that is maybe the best way to define that. Um, when you accidentally bro somebody, and it's just over, you know, like you can't unbro somebody once you've broke them. Okay. Some may argue, some may argue. Okay, yes. And also, it just clicked with me what you were saying earlier was that you were honored to be on this podcast. Oh, sure. Yes. Thank you for picking up on that. That's, that's yeah, where I was going okay. with that one. Thank you for that. Um, I am really honored. <laughs> I think that that was the definition. I'm trying to think if I would add anything to that. Um... Maybe like friend zoning is, you know, clearing up a, a miscommunication of almost like a DTR a little bit, but more, sure. I feel like usually friend zoning is one-sided of, yo, this person's into me. I got to cut the ties. I got to cut the, any type of hope that person has in dating me. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to, I would have to agree with that. Um, sometimes you do that accidentally. Sometimes, Sometimes you got to do it on purpose. <laughs> awesome. For, uh, for, for clarification, what does DTR mean? Okay. Define the relationship, Austin. DTR <laughs> meant? Mm -hmm. I had never heard that in my life. You've never heard DTR? That yeah, is so I funny. Think, I think this is very much a, well, I thought that everyone knew what that meant. And then I went to college after our um, summer mission together and you was using it all over the place and people yeah. no I'm sorry what does that mean so Austin I'm sorry for not giving you the definition because I should have known by now that's wow you learned something um, new every I'm sorry day. for being so shocked about this Austin it just really <laughs> caught me off guard I just just so part of my vocabulary just didn't know <laughs> I wow. have never once heard the acronym DTR used oh my gosh that's funny um okay so I'll give you an example of a DTR Oh, let's say um, <laughs> two people spending a lot of time together, very confused about intentions on both sides, you know? Are we friends? Are we more than friends? Do you like me? Do you not like me? I don't know. Um, some may describe the action of clarifying that as a DTR, defining the relationship. That is yeah. a perfect definition. Thank you, thank yeah, you, thank that you. That was very well said. Wow, um, thanks. And I think I'm glad we brought that up because people need to know the difference. A DTR is like, there might be hopes that something is coming out of like your relationship, whether that's a friendship or whatever. 
but yeah. a friend zone mm, is usually negative for someone. I would say it is a negative DTR month. Yes. That's a yeah. perfect way to put it. It is a negative DTR. It's a sad DTR. <laughs> um, for one side, maybe not the other. Yeah, one side is relieved. One side is just happy to get that over with. And the other side is like, wow, I am heartbroken, you know? Oh, gosh. I mean, this is really bringing me into the feels. Okay, so let's let's talk about why... Well, okay, we defined friend zoning, so I feel like we need to talk about why friend zoning happens. I think it's pretty self-explanatory is one person has feelings for someone else, the other person picks up on it, needs to cut it out. But let's take it one step further and say, why does accidental friend zoning happen? And here's what I'm gonna say, quick definition of accidental friend zoning is when you, tell, when you make it clear that you're not interested to some, in someone, but you didn't mean to do that. Like you didn't want to convey that message. Is that correct? Yes, I would, I would agree with that. Like your intention, Definition. I would like to still be more than friends with you, but I accidentally just made it as if I only want to be friends with you. Yeah. That is tough. I know. That is really tough. It's like, honestly, I feel like that happens the most when you are like a guy who has a lot of girlfriends or a girl who has a lot of guy friends. And you don't know how to talk to them in a unique way where they feel like, oh, she's interested in me or he's interested in me apart from all these other friends that he or she has. Yeah. Which I feel like mom has gotten us into trouble. <laughs> Austin, I can't speak for you, but I'm sure you've had your fair share. <laughs> I think I was going to bring that up. So Austin, here's Tara and I's main dilemma is we have a lot of male friends. Okay. And we are both very friendly, extroverted people. And sometimes people just get the wrong idea of that. Okay. Which is like classic. We've talked about this before. Friendly, outgoing people come off as flirtatious even when they don't mean it. But I think that that is very unique when it comes to com like combining that with having a lot of guy friends. It's mm -hmm. like the perfect storm of accident. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Accidental friend zoning. Like, ooh, it just here's is. What I, here's what I have to say about that: is say like you're a guy outside on the outside looking in. It's like, oh, this girl has a ton of guy friends. Like maybe she just wants to be my friend. Like there's no shot yep. of other other possibilities here. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And that is so frustrating because you're like, no, all of these guys I normally hang out with are my brothers. Like I am not interested in going <laughs> But you sir, are very cute. I really like your personality. And mm -hmm. now where you're hanging out and joining the group, I would really enjoy getting to know you as more than a friend, but because of what you just described, Austin, they are assuming that they are just another one of the brothers. And you know, that Which must is, be, that must be tough. That must be tough yeah, for, for the female. It's very, very unfortunate. <laughs> I think the worst part of that too is when like you are just like naturally being yourself, like as an extroverted person, making that person, you know, feel as loved as all your other friends in that moment. Um, but then they don't receive that as like, oh, she's giving me unique, like, attention. Like, she's not giving the same attention to any of the other guys. 
like this is just for me which maybe we can work on mon <laughs> you know love that you gave me some homework there because i was sure 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 with what you're saying like i was always taught in you know from christian panels and whatnot about relationships which hey we've all sat through our fair share sheesh anywho and if you haven't sat through your fair share of christian relationship panels buckle up okay buckle up bucko because it's coming anyway i just think like i was always taught to flirt like taro saying to be flirty intentionally flirty with the guy i'm actually interested in or show special attention to the guy i'm actually interested in right mm -hmm. well sometimes this is hard for the extroverted female because she's already kind of like that with other guys. So then for me, I'm like doing the opposite. Like if I really like this man, I am hiding. I'm like, I'm avoiding you because I am nervous to be around you. Like I'm afraid I'm gonna say something stupid. So I either really avoid or I overcompensate. And this is where the accidental friend zoning comes in. Mm -hmm. I overcompensate because I'm nervous. And I'm like, what's up, bruh? How's it going? Clap you on the back. And then immediately after I do that, I'm like, idiot, why would you do that? So it's like, for me, two extremes. I'm either hiding in a hole or like we're making up a secret handshake. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Like, where's the yeah, middle? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to agree with that one. Okay, good. So I don't know what that middle looks like. Um, I mean, I'm sure I do know what that middle looks like for other people, uh, personally. <laughs> So with, um, if anybody has some advice on how to navigate that middle, um, <laughs> LMK, hey, do you yeah, sure. work in an official and let us know what that middle ground looks like. Austin, I'm like dying. Honestly, I'm dying to know right now. As a male coming from a male perspective and context, Tara, I mean, you probably already know this, but Austin is, is in a very committed relationship. So he's been out of the dating game a while, which he told me the other day. Sure. Um, like being a guy, where, what do you think we're supposed to do as extroverted, lots of guy friends, women? What are we supposed to do to show the one guy we are actually interested in that he is like the one that we actually want to talk to? And he's looking stumped, ladies and gentlemen, so. I know. Uh, I wish they could see his face right now. Me I, I want to say that you should not be hanging out in other groups of guys with this male. I want to say that you should be intentionally trying to spend some quality one-on-one -on -one time with this male, which is already making these women shaking in their chairs. But um, <laughs> eh, it's, it's difficult. Maybe you find someone to go on a double date with to like clearly signify that it's like, this is a, I am an interested in you type of thing. I mean, you said you're extrovert, and so, like, oh my God. why don't you take a stab? I think just hyperventilated hearing you say that. I'm literally sweating right now. Hey, I am, too. One-on-one? That's okay, awesome. Then my follow-up question to that is, how do you go about asking that? Um, because that just seems very vulnerable and really setting yourself up there. Setting yourself up for what? Is, it um, sounds like you're erring on the side of failure. <laughs> potential rejection. <laughs> Rejection's not a bad thing. It's a clear sure, DTR sure. Okay, right okay. there. Okay, okay, so then my follow-up to my follow-up question <laughs> is, what if that person, like you're just still trying to buy them out and you don't necessarily want to take that jump of, like I want you to know that I'm intentionally 
wanting to get to know you, but I don't necessarily want to maybe use the word date or take that giant next step in like letting you know, like, hmm, how do I word this? I know what you're saying. Okay, thank you. In a group setting, you have to make sure that you are not being that overly extroverted self to your other guy friends in front of mm. said male that you're interested in. That's good. That's the money. Ooh, that's really good. And that's then you're, if, if your other guy friends really know you well, they're going to be like, wow, she's acting a lot different around this guy. Like she must like him. And then like, they maybe can pass that message along to sure. said male. Wow. I mean, if they're, if they're good friends. Yeah. This brings up a good point. This is really good advice. Tara, I feel like I need to be taking notes or something. No, honestly, I need to grab a pen. Shoot. No, that was good. That was really good. Grab a post-it or something. I think that, that is like, a more applicable, like obvious, I think it's yeah. a more applicable thing than what I said before. Yeah. No, I mean, what you said before was good, um, but it did definitely make Monica and I sweat a little bit. I mean, I still haven't fully recovered, if I'm being honest. Like, wow, yeah, so much extreme choices. But here's what I mean, Guys, it's 2020. You could be forward. That's <laughs> crying on the spot. Here's where I do feel a little bit bad and feeling so nervous about this, because guys always have to do this, okay? Like, they always have to put themselves out on a limb and ask her on a date, right? Like, most of the time. Yeah. So now that I am being told that that might need to be my choice, I'm sorry, but ooh, I don't know if I would like to trade responsibilities. Like, I'd like to keep that with the males. But at the same time, yeah. I do want to be a modern woman. I do want to have the confidence to make the first move. But I just don't think I'm fully there yet. But this is really pushing me in the right direction because, because of Tara and I's specific circumstances, that might be what I have to do, you know? Yeah, that is unfortunate. Um, Austin, I did, I did try the forward thing a few months ago in full transparency. Personal anecdotes. Here we go. Yeah. Um, it was at a coffee shop, which, um, I'm assuming a lot of your viewers, um, understand this vibe of going to a coffee shop and falling in love with your barista. Um, and I did ask for his number. It was a very creative way. That might be a story for another day. Um, but Maybe we were texting air. for a while, you know, it was very hopeful, very promising. Found out that he is 32 and recently divorced. So I tried. I Not did. your I tried. ideal demographic. <laughs> Not my ideal. No, that is beautifully said. Um, Politely said. It did discourage me a little bit. Well, sure. I might have to give that one a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I personally stand. <laughs> Something very similar happened to my cousin who is um, a nurse for Good Samaritan Hospital. One of her nursing colleagues asked her out to dinner and like she found out on the dinner that this man was 30 and she was 22. And she was like, oh, you're 30. Interesting. Which as a man, when you hear the word interesting like that, <laughs> Probably just got friend zoned. <laughs> Full circle right there. <laughs> but this is just a little side tangent. Like eight years does feel a little too much, but I feel like I could handle five. I could handle five. You know what? I think the worst, the, I don't say the worst part, but th like 30 
a 30 year old to a 22 year old that is just a completely different life stage yes um like fully employed for a while now you know really in your career doing your thing adulting all your friends are married yes and when you're 22 you're just like freshly out of college you know the world is your oyster kind of wanting to have a little bit more fun yes the world is your the world is (laughs) what's up with that saying by the way like the world is your oyster is it an oyster very like you can do whatever you want with it is it a versatile food like is that what that's saying can you please look that up right now? Because I've never actually understood this phrase until. Why do people say? I want to say I use it at least once a week too. <laughs> so, well, just, I just, would also like to know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, the metaphor infirms that if you have an oyster, there's a chance that if you open it, there may be a pearl inside. Oh, so it's like. It's like world. a chance at a good thing. Okay. Okay, I like that. I would have said a clam versus an oyster, but I guess they're the same thing or similar. If someone told me the world is your clam, I would just think of a lot of other things before I thought of hope. (laughs) Oyster definitely is, well, it's more ingrained in our heads. In in some parallel universe, people say the world is your clam. Absolutely. Um, Glad we cleared that one up. I'm glad we cleared that up too. I'm sure that the viewers were extremely curious as well. So here's another thing that I thought of, Austin. I was like, okay, something that I think is a good choice, but I would like for you to maybe affirm it. And Tara, I'm sure you've done this for also, is like trying to have like side combos with the guy that you're actually interested at group gathering. So like trying to have some type of one-on-one time that isn't necessarily like a date outside of the situation. But I'm thinking like if you're hanging out in mixed company with your other guy friends there, but you're making, you're making it a clear intention of, I want to have like a good conversation with you in this group setting. I feel like that's kind of a good choice. Would you agree? I would agree that is, it is a great choice. It, is all about execution here though. Core mm-hmm. execution of this idea and it is straight into the friend zone for you. So tell me how this goes badly because I feel like I'm not following. Well, one, the guy's just completely uninterested in you. <laughs> and like maybe like a couple moments into your conversation, he's like looking for like people to save him type of thing. Not yeah. saying I, I'm look worst case scenario, worst case scenario. I pray this upon none of you is what I'm saying. Just like the the facial expressions, everyone is is really pulling me in the wrong direction. Let's get off this topic. Well, that would be that would be our worst nightmare right there. Well, it sure would. Okay, I guess let me rephrase my question. I'm not really asking what the worst case scenario is. I'm kind of asking like, how would that strategy go wrong? You know, like I guess I see what you're saying. The guy might think it's annoying. Like, get away from me. I don't like you like that. But I'm thinking, like, is there any way that that would would induce an accidental friend zone? I think not. I think it really only has, like, one direction. I think your chances of accidental friend zone with the side convo in a group setting are low. That's what I like to hear. 
Uh, it is a great strategy. Definitely depends on the setting and how many people are present. Like if people, like if it's too small of a group where like two people breaking off or like kind of just like doing their own thing is like kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say noticeable, but just like it's unorganic. Like, you need to make sure there's the right amount of people, right amount of things going on at said gathering to have those conversations. Ugh, I hate how much of a science this is. <laughs> if you carry the one and you multiply we are, by three... We are really overcomplicating this. The perfect. <laughs> we are overcomplicating this to a T. People, just talk to people. It's not too hard. Like, put yourself out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's... That was it. The That's more times you cast hear. your net the more likely you're going to catch more fish. Oh, gosh. You know what? That's it. Let's close up shop. We're done for the day. That's it. Honestly? <laughs> it. Done. Now, let's not accidentally rip our nets right when we're about to cast it out, i.e. accidental friend zone. That and was if, the metaphor we needed. I mean, a broken net guarantees no fish. This almost feels a little bit biblical. T, I don't know how you're feeling. No, honestly, yeah, I, I mean, that one kind of hit really close to home, you know. I think so too. No, um, just straight up truth. Okay, Tara, I would love to pick your brain on, like, kind of tell me your feelings when you realize the aftermath of you accidentally friend zoning them and you realize that you're you officially ruined the dynamic of any possible romantic vibes like tell me your feelings when you realize that happened slash like what do you do in that moment honestly um it's one of those like face face to the palm like i can't believe i did that once again <laughs> why am i like this um just circled right back to this what do I do? How do I recover from that? That is the million dollar question right there. Million dollar question. Typically, in my experience, I don't. <laughs> you know, once you accidentally bro super hard, you know, you just kind of establish that for a while, you know? Oh, I do, but I do believe you can, one can recover from it. I just think it's just more intentional work of like, kind of what Austin was saying, like in group settings, like okay, make sure I'm not giving everybody so much attention as much as I am to him so he knows that it's more directed towards him. Yeah. But I think the worst part in that is that at that moment, if I, like, switch it up, like, the next time we do, like, a hangout or whatever, then that's really obvious. Because, like, clearly the first time, here I was, broing it up with everybody. <laughs> so. Right. So, like, my other thing is, I accidentally friend zone out of fear and nervousness and I'm just like yes wow I just really feel more comfortable if I'm like blowing around mm -hmm, with all my mm -hmm. friends or like so then I bro around with you so yeah. comfortable is that where you're coming from too like out of nerves yes yes I feel like it's like a default setting of it's like I'm really nervous and looks like you're gonna have to be a bro <laughs> like that is kind of the only mode I have right now. Jeez. And also, it also takes like you like knowing like knowing some things about this male that you're pursuing. Like, say this male is like very like um, like an internal processor. Like, doesn't have much to say. Like, 
i.e. you're talking in a conversation and he is just like kind of blank in the face, but really he's like doing all the work back here. He just doesn't show it. Yes. Versus like some guy yeah, who that. like it's super easy to read his face and it's like, oh, this is this is not happening. This is not correct. Yes. And that's where I, I feel like I was talking to both of you about this the other day separately. We did not have a group call, unfortunately. Um, maybe we're doing that from now on. <laughs> But like, it's a whole different ball game when you're trying to read the emotions of someone who is shy. It's just completely yeah. different. Like, are you hating talking to me? Or like, are you just, you know, like you said, Austin, you're processing, you're like, oh, this girl's talking, like, I'm going to be quiet and listen. And I'm not going to like, you know, interrupt her or something. But I like, am not necessarily uninterested in her, you know, but I'm used to guys I'm used to being interested in guys who, like, are very chatty, very, like, going to be very uh, charming, or dare I say try to be charming, emphasis on the try. So the shy person, the introverted person is a whole new game for me, personally. Over the years, I have become very good at giving affirmations through my body language, just because it is a great thing for other people to have when they're talking and like you don't have time to interject or like you clearly know they still have more things to say head nods are very good like any like anything like that is very helpful to someone in your position in that case i have if i could give a message to any guys that like struggle with that just like try and like nod your head or like give some sort of body language that shows that you are taking in what this person is saying. I love that. Oh, yeah. That would be helpful for us extroverted girls to receive that kind of affirmation. <laughs> so we're not completely lost. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, guys, I still feel a little bit lost. I still feel... Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean Tara, you know this, like, the more outgoing guys are just easier to get a read on, and it's like, it's almost yep. like if they give you the friend vibe, it's fine. You get to keep talking to them yeah. at a good time. But with the shy, it's like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to walk away right now. Like, are you interested in talking to me or not? I really cannot tell. Yep. I have a question. Yeah. I have two questions, actually. I know Monica has two sisters, and you have no brothers. Correct. Tara, do you... What is your family dynamic like siblings wise? I also have no brothers and I have a little sister. Interesting. So it is that just you gross guys here. are very broy. That is really interesting. Wait, that's really interesting. Okay, wait, but let's define bro, because Tara and I are the definition of like girly girl. So hold on a second. That is so true. Like I don't know how to describe I, yeah. Tara. I mean, I feel like I'm very much like mm, I don't know how to put it into words, to be honest. I have an, in, or maybe an inference. You guys have grown up around other women your entire lives so that maybe you're like, gosh, guys are a nice change of pace, like so much less drama type of thing. Is that? I do, yeah. Is that on the right path? Yeah. Am I? Am Honestly, I, like the less drama, I really resonate with that. <laughs> like, it's just so much more fun. Like, it's really light. It's not, I don't know. 
Like, I feel like it's just more of a good time, you know? I think you're right, Tara. There's something, like, very ideal about being friends with guys because of the lack of drama. And I, okay, here's what I'll say. I don't know if it's necessarily what I say that gives the, like, puts him in the friend zone, gives a bro vibe. I think it's how I say it and, like, my body language. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to try to be super, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's just a difference in how I act around guys who I am friends with and who I want to be more than friends with, I guess. Follow. I feel like I'm very similar in that, too. Because I don't, like, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's, like, the words itself that we say are what bros, you know? Because I feel like we can say, like, complimentary things to somebody, but it's just, like, our, like, body language and, like, I don't know, like, a little, like, fist bump or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And now I'm, like, reflecting. (laughs) Yeah, maybe even, even the, I think this would be true of Tara and I, like, the comfortability factor too is there. Yeah. So I sometimes just assume a comfortability level with a guy I'm interested in. And I think that also gives the vibe of like, oh, you're not even nervous around me at all. Like you're almost giving off older sister vibes, which, ooh, that's just the worst territory also to be in, worse than a friend zone. So I think. Sister zone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Have you guys ever been told that it's like, oh my gosh, you're like a sister to me? Yes. Yes, yes, I have. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I don't care because I'm like, great, I'm glad we're there, you know? Sometimes I'm like, wow, oh, <laughs> that one's going to leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, or like, seriously, Mon, you're just one of my greatest friends. Couldn't ask for anything better. I'm like, what? Mm. Like, I just wasn't expecting you to make it that clear. Could you have been a little bit more o- ominous, you know? Yeah. Why did you have to, you know, ruin my hope? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, really. And they have no idea. They have no idea. But, you know, well, part of me is thankful that that is the way I find out. Because I'm like, okay, very low stakes. You know, I'm the only one who's slightly a little burned from that. Um, but like a lot of people weren't dragged into it you know yeah like it wasn't like he never really knew my intentions like it just was kind of like a little subtle way of saying hey pal okay so Tara that literally segues into my question that I was thinking about when you last spoke which is is it immature to kind of go through the grapevine and do the opposite of what you just said and get others involved because not Mm. everyone is like the perfect situation where it's like okay, let's say I liked Austin's roommate and I'm friends with Austin. Well, I can clearly just talk to Austin and be like, hey, do you think Bobby would ever be interested in me? And then Austin can be like, hey, like I'll put out some feelers and see. But there's not always that connection. I feel like that's almost a dilemma for me right now. I was like, if you don't have the clear line of communication, what the frickety frack are you supposed to do? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's immature. I know Austin, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Austin is like not immature. so wise. <laughs> like, I don't think it's immature, especially if it's like, like slightly playing it safe a little bit. Like, like this person, a very good friend would know, like whether he was slightly interested or not. 
let me ask him before completely putting myself out there. Like, I feel like it's just honestly like a smart way of going about it. Obviously there's like ways of like, okay, like ask him to like, give me my, give him or give him my number for me or like making those like steps that may should be between you and him Yeah, that become very like high school and like slightly immature. Like, I don't know. There are two things that you would need to do before that ever happens. One, you need to have known the middleman for some time. And two, you yes. need to make sure that middleman is not interested in you. Ooh, that, ooh, that is a good point. Because that is how that some one. people <laughs> get friend zoned. That is Tara the freaking okay because this situation has not happened just once but multiple times with her I think I mean it's hard because whoever is listening right now is just getting the female perspective but there are a lot of outgoing guys out there who do the same thing yeah that's true so yeah they also are very friendly with a lot of girls and like are very outgoing give everybody the same attention and then all of a sudden they're like, I think I like you. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait. You never indicated that ever. So yeah. how was I supposed to know that? Oh, I've been on both. So ends. that is a little convicting now that I think about it. Yeah, I told one of my guy friends that likes a different one of our guy friends. Next next couple of days, he the guy who I told as like a confession, I'm like, hey, I think I like so-and-so. I just wanted to tell you, I need to tell someone. The guy that I confessed to asked me out on a date the next like week so it's like crap I didn't mean that to- is the most Monica thing I've ever heard well I didn't know that you were interested in me like shame on me but at the same time that has happened to me oh my gosh the amount of times that someone has said hey I'm interested in your friend do you think she'd be into me I'm like what am I chop liver like geez yeah let me just be your avenue, okay? I'm just not even a person. I'm just a telephone at this point. You know what I'm saying? So yep. that's true, Austin. You have to be careful of people's feelings that you're sharing this stuff with. Also, I have I remembered my other my other question that I had. Oh wow, that's impressive. Yeah, you know, flu-like symptoms can't can't keep this brain down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fall ta- fall down seven times, stand up eight quote I live by so this has happened probably a couple of times but let's say so Tara my girlfriend's name is Carly let's say I go to a social gathering without Carly and I am talking with some women there have been like I've I have never seen this happen like male to female but like male talking to said female and females like yeah my boyfriend blah 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 and then like the guy just immediately turns around and leaves like type of thing yes like is there so let's say I'm like socializing with people and I'm like a pretty friendly guy like maybe not necessarily like super outgoing outgoing but like I will talk to like other girls and like try and get to know them and be friends with people like where is the point where I like oh my gosh, like, my girlfriend loves that sort of thing, and then, like, what happens, you know, because I'm basically friend zoning instantly when I do that. Yeah, Correct? that's a good question, that, yeah. Like, I is that, like, like, should I even be bringing female. that up? <laughs> no, I think you definitely should, especially if you are slightly getting the hint that 
whatever female you're talking to could potentially be interested or think that you guys are vibing or whatever. I think yeah. that you don't is give definitely any false something hope. to like casually bring up, not like a very obvious like I have a girlfriend, but just like oh, yeah, like my I have a girlfriend. Also loves that song or whatever. Fill in, yeah, the conversation you're having. I will say, being on the and other, if they walk away, then like good riddance. <laughs> yeah, cool, whatever. That has yeah. happened to me though. I've been like very interested in a male at like a social gathering that I just met. Like I have no idea their history or anything. And then he's like, "Yeah, so I actually went to that place you're talking about with my girlfriend." I'm like, "Oh gosh, like I feel creepy. Like I was interested in you and like high key flirting with you, and then boom." But like I'm glad that they do that because I don't want to be flirting with yeah. my girlfriend. Like that's weird. Exactly. Also, you don't want to like build like hope. For a person yes when it's just never gonna happen because they're in a relationship so yeah yeah i'm all in support of like casually subtly name dropping the girlfriend yeah. yeah 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 and this is not me talking about you austin this is me saying if you don't feel like you need to name drop your significant other you may need yes. to throw it in reverse terry and figure out if you really like the person you're dating Oh my gosh, my freshman year, also freshman year, we're so, we're so young, we're so impressionable, we're little babies, if you will. I was super interested in somebody, didn't know he had a girlfriend at all, didn't even mention it for like months. I thought we were super vibing, found out he's like in a very committed relationship from another friend, confronted him, and he was like, oh yeah, could have sworn I mentioned it, but we were very much like, going on what I thought were like dates or whatever so would be helpful to name drop a girlfriend every now and then that is a story that is a tough scene that, yeah I mean it's I feel like that just really sums up freshman year am I right everybody it's like emotionally boring I would say yeah it was a long distance girlfriend um sure so freshman year freshman year high school girlfriend from high school you know yes the classic okay so something that just came into my mind like tara could have easily been like hey i'm kind of interested in you like if she was assertive in that way and was like hey i'm interested in you and this man's like whoa what where are you coming here's my core fear with this whole be assertive thing is you be assertive with this man you can't really read but think you might be you know things might be happening between you my biggest fear is coming off creepy like oh you've been thinking about me like that and like you're like so into me like so weird like i just think you're like i don't know like you're just too much that's my worst fear okay austin tell me if that's rational irrational your brain is doing the classic worst case scenario thing. Most of the time it's a compliment. Like, oh, like that is wow, true. someone's into me. Like, that's cool. But like also, like I'm spoken for, so like I'm sorry, but it's a no from me, dog. Okay. Well yeah, also I feel like in that situation too, like if you are getting very or not very clear, but like somewhat clear signs that he might kind of be interested enough for you to be so vulnerable to like 
share those feelings, then like he was maybe crossing a boundary in that. And so it's not necessarily creepy on you. Like I feel like it's more reflection on him. And Shame on that man. Yeah, honestly. And if he responds that way, like I, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I think you guys are right. I think you're right. I think also like, I think Tara, you saying boundaries Maybe when things start to go from fun and flirty to a little bit more like serious and emotional, that's when the girl can kind of have a cue of, okay, I think this is where I'm supposed to like say something because I don't want to go down this trail of sharing emotional things with you if you aren't like interested in me as more than a friend. Like I'm not willing to go there with you as just a friend because I don't see you that way. You know what I'm saying? Also, like, I respect mm-hmm. you enough to, like, not drag you into my, like, emotions and whatnot if that's not something you're on board with type of thing. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. I feel uh, like I'm on it today. Not gonna lie. I, yeah, I feel like Tara just sitting here like, mm, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what we yep. needed. I mean, honestly, I like that Tara said a few minutes ago, like, we're definitely talking from the girl perspective, which, shocker, that's usually how this stuff goes. But I think this is actually, okay, I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but these podcasts, as a guy, is kind of a gold mine because you could avoid so many mistakes and, like, really know the ins and outs of a girl's head if you listen to these because no one's keeping secrets like you guys know I just air out all of my crap on here so like I completely agree this is honestly this is free right here free <laughs> free gold, yeah, on Spotify and Anchor put a cork in it <laughs> share it with your friends and, Apple honestly, now. and now Apple oh Podcasts we're really just making it in that podcast world thank you so much <laughs> Sorry, Tara, what were you saying before Austin rudely interrupted you, but also really thankful that he promoted us like that? Um, I forgot. <laughs> Dig it, Austin. <laughs> when it's for the brand, I'm totally fine with it. Amen. <laughs> um, oh, I think you were just saying, like, that this is free. Oh, that this is literally gold. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, Austin, would you agree from a male's perspective? Like, do you think this is something the men should be giving a little bit more meaning to? I think that with anything, like, some things could be interpreted different ways. Some things could be, like, not applicable to every single female. However, like, there's some, some very valuable information in this podcast being said. And I think it would be beneficial for most men. I like that review. I like it a lot. Okay, now I'm going to challenge one of Tara's comments she made earlier, which, I mean, no guest is ever safe on this podcast. I mean, we will, we're kind of ruthless in a way, but we're always supportive. I'm afraid. I'm scared. I'm so scared. Tara said in her OG definition of um like accidental friend zoning slash friend zoning. like you can't come back from it okay like that's just kind of not an option which pessimist me is like for sure you can't come back from it once it's once he feels that you're just a friend how are you going to change his mind and I think you also said something later of you're gonna have to be really assertive in order to flip that around 
And so... I think the word she used was intentional. Intentional. Thank you. Thank you. So, like, I think you're right. I don't think it's impossible, but I think you have to put a lot more work in, which, going along with this train of thought, reminds me of a TikTok that I know Tara's going to recognize, when it's like... (laughs) It's like, I tried so hard. Like, I really initiated with the guy. I literally smiled at him. Or, like, I like Instagram. <laughs> I wish I could say that that is untrue, but that is exactly <laughs> so true. Oh, my gosh. Like, I apply to him at an event. He should know that I'm interested. So, I feel like, guys, we're not going to blame all this on you. The girls definitely feel like they take a big step and are very yeah. intentional or clear and we just we are delusional yeah also Austin correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like guys miss a lot of things that girls just think are so blatantly obvious we do we do it's uh we're not we're not catch-alls here you know we definitely miss some things Yeah, you're right, Tara. It's definitely a mixed bag. That's why relationships are complicated because no one's really doing it right. You know, like girls are too scared. Guys are oblivious and everyone assumes things of each other. And then it's just this big mess. And I don't know, like, what what was it? I said hi to him and I followed him on Instagram or whatever. It was. I like like the social media courtesy needs to be the next conversation topic because that brings gosh, up such a good point. I feel like I read everything on social. Oh my gosh, I'm already stressed. <laughs> just like even what you just said, Austin, about like following on Instagram. Like when I receive a follow from a boy, I'm like, oh my god, he loves me. Like he loves me, and he could easily just be thinking, oh, she is a friend of a friend. I might as well just follow her because looks like she's gonna be a relevant person. I want to know what she's up to. Sure. Yeah. I not mean, sometimes I could be wrong in, in that, you know? That's not, sometimes it is a move, you know? I mean, but very, also. very bold of you to think that everyone who follows you is in love with you, but I mean, sure. sure I mean, sure. that is also, I'd yeah. rather you think everyone's <laughs> in love with you than everyone hates you, so. Yeah, I do have very extreme emotions in that way. Um, I am an Enneagram 7, so I feel like. That just plays a lot into how I respond to quite literally everything. And I think that's borderline why so many boys fall in love with Tara is because her... Okay. (laughs) I'm serious. Most of the guys who do follow her on Instagram are in love with her. But anyway, her, like, personality as a seven. This also goes to Tara struggling to not be, come off flirty is because sevens are very like spontaneous like let's have fun all the time and I really just want to have like a fun conversation with you I don't like you but to the outside eye it's like oh my gosh Tara is having so much fun talking to um I don't know a name I don't want to use a name that has been in your past yeah, maybe for the best maybe Walter Walter thank you. sure never I- met a Walter so that would that's good news. <laughs> never met a Walter or never met a Walter I don't like, you know, take that out of way. Um, but anyway, like, oh, Tara's having such a great time with Walter. She must like him. It's like, no, Tara mm-hmm. has to have fun with literally a throw pillow. So it's just, it's hard. <laughs> I literally had this conversation with a friend last night of how it probably is so difficult to like come off 
as if I like somebody or to even just like genuinely have feelings for somebody because I can appear to like everybody that I talk to. Yeah. For, for yeah. those who, who don't know, a type seven is extroverted, <laughs> optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous, playful, high-spirited, and practical. They can also misapply their meta talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. That was me in a nutshell, folks. <laughs> so Not if we can just redo that a, introduction, in that's it. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and go back, and Austin will just, we'll just cut that in instead of mine. Perfect. <laughs> Tara is scattered, overextended, and undisciplined. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's, that's not false. <laughs> and that's the worst part. You know, it's so funny how, man, it's just funny how there's probably people out here listening, and I can't believe we didn't address this earlier, guys. We're so rude. There's some people maybe listening to this podcast who are like, I have the opposite problem. I can't. I try as hard as I can. I can't come off flirty at all. Like people mm. just don't ever see me as like fun and like genuinely just trying to like, you know, have a little fun, little flirtation with you. And to those people, I just want to say, we hear you, we see you and just keep trying. You know, I, for me, uh, my go-to is making fun of the guy that I'm interested in. Um, which I know seems very juvenile, like, you know, the girls are mean to the boys in the playground that they like, but I have a little, like, flirtatious banter. Yes, but they need help. They have no idea what flirtatious banter is. I mean, we're starting at ground zero (laughs) up here. My uh, advice to those people would be to make an obvious change in what they're doing if they're not getting results that they want. Stop what you're doing. Not what stop, but like just like full one eighty. <laughs> maybe not a full one eighty, but like if you're doing the same thing and not getting results that you want, I mean that's sounds like you need to change something up. Sounds like you're not yes. being clear or intentional. Hey. Or I appreciate enough. your practical, like logical sound advice here. Because that probably that's probably the move. Is that have something it's to do like with being Very clearly, you're unsatisfied with your result. Change. <laughs> wow, the concept. Yes, Austin was mentioning that he's an eight, so he has no problem. Oh, there it is. Giving the like logical answer, and not in a bad way, but he's not afraid to offend you with the logical answer. You know, which yeah, yeah, yeah. has really been like in growing in my friendship with Austin that has been very good for me personally and then I think I also bring out a little bit more of the sensitive side of him as well so you know this is just really a budding friendship it's kind of incredible you know tough love is a good thing amen amen you know Tara and I tried to give each other tough love for your <laughs> when we were just making I feel like our tough love is like a compliment sandwich like it starts with like a really good compliment and then it's like a slightly nicely worded like <laughs> yes somewhat confrontation you know and then it's just like but you're incredible and I love you <laughs> but everything else you're doing is great don't change a thing but I yes. am immediately Actually, uncomfortable for confronting you so <laughs> I'm nothing. gonna feel I'm we gonna give you another nothing. compliment so uh, <laughs> this, this uncomfort goes away Oh, geez. Now, actually, I feel that Tara's one of those people that I can be really brutally honest with, and she never takes yeah. that. 
like she always gives me the benefit of the doubt that I love her and that I'm saying it because she's mm-hmm. unscrewed up and needs some knock in the head and she does the same for me like the amount of times that yeah. she said come on and that little voice come on I don't know about that and I'm like gosh dang it catches your attention real quick doesn't it it does it's yeah. like the way she says my name I know something is coming and I'm like not <laughs> But I think the sweetest part of that is, like, you can literally probably say anything to me, and I know it's just coming from love. Yeah. Um, also, my advice out there for all those who are listening, just say it with love. Say it with That's love. That's it. All you need is love. <laughs> okay. That should be the, uh, the graphic for the episode. Oh, a nice little Say it with love. A little heart. Aw. Oh, baby heart. Okay, so... Now that we're off track talking about baby hearts, I think this is a great time to transition to everyone's favorite segment. What have you been loving lately? I wish everyone could have just seen my hand motions. Okay, so in regards to what have you been loving lately, I'm going to go first before I forget. So on Spotify, you know how it makes all those like playlists for you, like made for you, one, two, your daily mix, all the stuff. I discovered recently a time capsule playlist that plays all these songs that you loved in the past. It doesn't mean they're all from 2012, but it's just taking songs and grouping them that you have liked in the past. And I put it on the other day thinking it was going to suck. And it was genuinely incredible and just brought so many memories back to my, like Tara, so many from the summer mission. I was like, I love that. (laughs) And so good. So I encourage everyone to find theirs and play it. And that is all. Um, Tara, do you have time or would you like us to save you for last? Um, I would love to be saved for last. I need to think about everything that's in my life right now really quickly. Okay, so we'll see you in an hour. Austin, Sure. (laughs) My favorite thing right now honestly just uh changed my comforter from a lighter like more breathable blanket to a heavy fluffier blanket it is way heavier i don't move i'm way warmer when i sleep because you know in ohio high of 61 today definitely the fall vibes sounds nice that sounds uh, really sleep nice with the window open and it gets really cold but like when you're like super warm under your blankets and it's cold like in your room it's like a great thing so that's been what i've been loving lately also saving money on our energy bill by not running the ac super sick i mean i feel like i have a ton to say one that came out of left field did not think you were going to talk about linens i think tara yeah me neither Secondly, you are brave for sleeping with your window open in Oxford. I mean, you never know what's scurrying about out there. So I feel like good for you. No fear. Um, he's like, I ain't scared. Okay, go ahead. I just have to comment really quickly on Austin's. I just cannot believe it's 60 degrees in Ohio because I have not stopped sweating since the second I woke up. <laughs> Chilling in like 95 degree weather all the time. I literally it does not feel like fall ever. I literally put shoes on so my feet would be warmer inside the oh house. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh wow. But I also like um, I don't know if I have poor blood circulation if my feet are cold that way. So Yeah, sure. That might that might be something. Could too, be something. That combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, I think, <laughs> oh, this is just a really hard question for me. I don't know why. It's a tie. Can I, can I have a tie? You may. We'll allow it. Okay, so there's two things right now. The first one, so as a seven, I just can't believe how many times this came up. Um, for those of you who are really against the Enneagram, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but I do this thing where I pick a new hobby, like literally every week, and I just really go all in. And so the past few, few weeks, I've been into um, making resin earrings. So loving that right now, such a fun little hobby. Um, I do have a lot of earrings. So if you guys are interested, follow me on Instagram. I'll be sure to send you one. She'll be tagged. <laughs> Just a little gift from me to you. <laughs> in at Put a Cork in it official. You can find her there. I did. Austin, I have the perfect pair for you. Um, <laughs> can you uh, tell guys what resin earrings are? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I actually don't even know how to describe resin as a whole. Um, basically, I mean, it just kind of dries. It's like a liquid. I don't know what that dries and looks like plastic, um, but you can put, like, you put it in a mold. And so I have little, like, circle molds that I put glitter and, like, dried flowers in. And then it just hardens. And it looks really cool because it's just like this clear earring thing that I just attach an earring hole to. <laughs> and you just pop, in, pop them in your ears and there you have it. Resin earrings. Nice. So I don't know if that was the best description. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and then the second thing is um, really going to expose my love for Trader Joe's. But I found these kiwi berries at Trader Joe's the other day, and I love them. They are so delicious. So if you are a kiwi lover, kiwi. you might want to stop at your local Trader Joe's and pick up some kiwi berries because they are—they just taste like kiwis, but you pop them in. They're like little berries. Kiwi berries. Yes. It literally looks like a mini kiwi, like maybe the size of a grape, without all the hair on it, and you just pop them in, and it tastes like a kiwi. What the heck? They're delicious. Cara, I feel like this might be a Cali thing. Like, I don't know if this is available on the... That, ooh, I did not think of that. Um, for all of you California listeners, <laughs> this one's for you. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go look for this because that sounds absolutely incredible. Oh, they're incredible. They I don't think I've ever had a Kiwi in my life. Oh. <laughs> wow. Another thing out of left field. I'm like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I want to say this has been fun. I feel, I feel informed, but also like still stressed out, which is an okay place to be. I think. You know the action I would have to you say have the to same. take. I'm scared. And that's what scares me. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Tara. I'm scared to do the action. So we have a text about this, and you can. There is there's a quote that I oh action cures fear. That is a lie. Whoever said that is lying. Are you scared to jump off that cliff into the pond? Yes. When you jump, oh, you're like, yeah. wow, that's super fun. Action cured the fear. Oh, crap. That backfired. I was hoping that that metaphor wouldn't work out, but it did. Okay, well, let's let's save this for another time. Um, Tara, it has been an absolute treat and pleasure to have you all the way from California. I mean, what a blessing. I'll see you in November. I mean. <sighs> so I'm excited. Uh -huh. And Austin, I'll catch you on Tuesday.